Hi, everybody. <laughs> I'm never going to get intro with what it's the two of you. And tonight, we are reviewing Big Time Adolescence. Uh, who knows what that is? I don't know. I didn't know what it was until a couple days ago. Uh, so, as everyone knows, we are all... We are all stuck indoors, uh, which means nothing but making sure you wash your hands and streaming things on various streaming and services. And not eat all your quarantine snacks in one night. It's <laughs> tough, especially once you open that bag of chips. It's real good. The those um, what are they? The multicolored root vegetable. The root chips. veggie chips. Yeah, those are good. Those are real good. Uh, so, big time adolescence. Uh, Nicole, you you kind of recommended this. You said some people before everyone was, um, back yeah. back when we all were at offices. We're talking yeah, about when it. When I office. knew when I knew a simpler time, and I lived my everyday life the same. I I asked for recommendations from my coworkers for some movies streaming, knowing that we were going to be stuck inside for a while, and they came up with big time adolescence. So. Um, I wanted to appease my cohorts and see what it was all about. Yes, this is for you, all of you, all listening. I don't Terrence know. and Amir. Thanks, Terrence guys. Terrence and Amir, those are the two. Okay, well, thank you, Terrence and Amir, if you're listening, <laughs> uh, for recommending this. I probably never would have stumbled across this, because this stars a lot of people I've kind of seen before. Uh, and Pete Davidson is like the big name, though. He's a SNL actor. He's been in the news a lot. It's not as of super late but in the uh, like 2017 not so so great reasons no not for flattering reasons at all um i i i never thought he was particularly funny when when i saw his snl stuff the only other movie i know him from is the dirt and we don't need to talk about the dirt because that movie is in that you can go back and listen to that one before yeah yeah so i going in i had nothing good to say about pete davidson and he's one of the main guys in this uh, big time adolescence is about a suburban teenager who comes of age under the destructive guidance of his best friend, an aimless college dropout. You can guess which one Pete Davidson is. Uh, <laughs> this, so the other guys in this Griffin Gluck, don't know who that is, but that's the main, ki- the main kid, uh, Sydney Sweeney, Colson Baker, Thomas, uh, Barb Griffin Gluck's been in other stuff. What do you know him from? I've seen him before. I see. I've seen his friend, the kid who played John Thomas Barbuska. He's mm. the young Job in Arrested Development in the in the fifth season when they do the flashback stuff. He's that's co- I, I recognize. That's him the kid him. with really aggressive hair. His friend, the one who wants to be cool. Oh yes. yeah, I, I don't think they're friends, but we can talk about that. Sure, but yeah, and uh, I guess the only people people would recognize is uh, Julia Murney. I hope I said her name right. And John Cryer, who was just in a movie we did a couple, couple weeks ago. Yeah. You know what's uh, funny? I looked up Griffin Gluck and everything that he's credited in, I've never seen before, but I've totally seen that kid before. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean... He looks yeah, like he a looks, young... He looks, kinda, he looks like a young Edward Furlong. Before he got all, like, bloated looking? Well, I don't know. I'm just thinking of when he was, like, in The Terminator. That's what he reminds me of. Yeah, no, he doesn't look like that anymore. He okay. looks like they left him in a pool for a couple years. Okay, uh, that makes me sad. <laughs> it's not good. Don't look up Edward Furlong now. I <laughs> hope he's not listening. Uh, so if you haven't seen <laughs> Big Time Adolescence, <laughs> I hope he saw his hearing. He's, he looks like he has problems. Uh, if you have not seen Big Time Adolescence, you probably don't have anything better to do right now unless you're taking care of a sick relative. <laughs> I him up. I told you he's uh, I told you, he has that look like you took a regular person and you just like left him out in like a, like a shallow puddle for too long and then he just kind of 
turn real cr- critical okay yeah i don't know i don't want to be so mean tonight if you want to see big time adolescence before we spoil it go do it now and then come back because we we spoil things here it's a coming of age story so if you like that kind of stuff maybe this could be for you uh we rate things here at films with the women in my life based on four criteria and those are the plot the characters the visual and sound and the overall resonance and feel of the movie uh when the movie starts off we start off a couple years before the main story goes i mean really we do the, the, the thing that all things do nowadays which is like a flash forward to the end of the movie and it's like how did i get here and then we go back yeah. so uh so he's getting taken away in, in in class in handcuffs by a cop so we then we go back handcuffs did yeah was there not handcuffs in my hyper hyper uh, hyperbole what? maybe You're making maybe, that up maybe there weren't handcuffs a cop's taking him out of class then we go back in time. We go back to when he was like 9, 10, something like that. Uh, his older sister is dating this guy, Zeke. This is Pete Davidson's character. Um, Zeke is... Uh, how would I describe Zeke? The stonery, douchey, but not like mean, like, not like mean douchey, per se. Like, just kind of like aimless, wandering. He's totally let go of all responsibilities. He's, he's very, it's hard to describe him accurately. As soon as you see him and how he behaves, you know exactly who he is, but it's hard to describe, like, that type. I don't know what proper adjectives If you've use. seen anything that Pete Davidson's done, it's basically that. Okay. <laughs> he's playing type. Um, he uh, He's dating the sister. He, uh, the sister breaks up with him because she thinks uh, he's cheating on her, which I think we're implied to believe is true. Uh, and then we, fa- but but uh, our main character, Mo who's a little kid at this time, like likes hanging out with Zeke, thinks he's cool. And we fast forward to present day where Mo is now 16. Zeke is a college dropout and they like hang out like, like Mo goes over to Zeke's house with all of his other, you know, kind of loser. They're, yeah. They're, yeah. They're friends. They go, he goes and hangs out with all the other like mid twenties people who dropped out of school or, or aren't really, or just kind of drifting around or doing whatever they're doing. They're kind of bumming around. Um, then, uh, so th- this is the present day. There's uh, his friend John, who is the Thomas Barbuska character I said earlier, and uh, he- his name they call him Stacy. Oh, and this is he's credited as John. It's weird. Yeah, no, but that's um, why I was Stacey I was confused. Stacy in the movie. I don't know why it says John. Yeah, I was confused at one point in this film because they called him Stacy the whole time, and then at one point later on in the film they said John or whatever his name is, and I I was confused for a second. So I think that they call him Stacy. Maybe his last name is Stacey. Okay. Maybe it's his last name or something. Oh, so his last name is Epstein. Okay, that's... We don't have to do all that right now. So Stacy, so his friend Stacy uh, wants him to go uh, get them alcohol for a party with the with the high school seniors. I guess they're sophomores or juniors or something. They're younger. Uh, so easy get. He goes to Zeke. Zeke gets him the, the alcohol and takes a step further. He's like, why don't you sell my weed there? Because high school kids like weed. And so uh, he slowly becomes the guy who gets booze and drugs for the parties. And, uh, you know, Moe's like a pretty good kid, especially at the beginning. Like, he hangs out with this guy, but, like, he seems like an okay enough student. He doesn't get into trouble. Uh, He's just kind of like a regular guy. His dad, John Cryer, is always questioning his relationship with Zeke. Doesn't like Zeke hanging around. Doesn't like him hanging around Zeke. Um, then there's also the girl, well, there's two girls, there's Zeke's girlfriend, Holly, and then there's the girl that he has a crush on and develops a relationship with Sophie. Um, and it's, you know, it's, things start to kind of get out of hand. Things get kind of worse. Uh, Mo starts to realize some not so flattering things about how Zeke lives his life. And it kind of culminates with, you know, 
kind of, you can kind of see where it's going. Uh, so the plot of this movie, Mama K, what do you think of the plot of Big Time Adolescence? Um, it's a pretty standard coming-of-age plot. I mean, there's always... It kind of reminds me a little bit of um, the character, when you're saying the, the character of Pete Davidson, Zeke, reminds me a little bit of the guy who's always selling scalping concert tickets in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Only this... Only Zeke oh, is, Zeke is worse. That's a good comp. That's yeah. a good comp. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah. a couple years da- after that. But yeah, that, I like that. Yeah, so... Uh, so th- that's that's what I'm getting with with him. Um, Ramon, that's like, that's his name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Times. yeah. yeah. But yeah, um, so plot wise, I think it's it's pretty basic, and there's not a, very many twists and turns. It kind of is played out straight. So uh, I don't really have a lot to say about the plot. Um, it's a short movie, which is good because that means it runs like it should. I'm gonna having. Having said all that, little that, I'm going to give the plot a two and a half. Okay, Nicole? I, too, think the plot is basic, but um, I thought that it was an enjoyable plot. I think I'm still in the phase where I kind of think that these movies are funny. You know, like the college age or a little older dropout and like high school things. I don't know. They still intrigue me. Maybe because I'm still trying to figure out like what high school kids are doing right now to see how it's different from when I was there 10 years ago or whatever. But maybe that's, maybe that's just where it's bumped up a little bit for me in my grading. It's interesting dynamic with the, with our main two characters that we'll talk about, but that's what's kind of driving the plot here is their relationship and like how, Pete Davidson is making this innocent kid just keep going more and more and more, but he's really not giving any resistance. And it's interesting to see why, but I, I mean, I think that it was fine. It was a pretty enjoyable watch. And I know that, that we had a good time watching it. Brendan and I laughed a couple times throughout this. So um, I think I'm just going to give it a three. Yeah. Uh, I agree with what you guys are saying about the plot being pretty standard coming of age. And like, you can, it's very predictable. Like, you know, that the end can really only, end. I, I was like, all right, there's two endings in, in mind and they go with one of them. Cause there's really only two endings. Um, and I agree with Nicole. Like, I guess I'm still young enough where I can still like, think it like relate to this in a way. Uh, this movie for me, I think it's me personally is very relatable. These are very relatable characters. All of them. I, I like more so than the average one of these kind of movies. I watch a lot of these kind of movies. I like, I like, teen drama drama comedy college age mid but it's also 20s. reminding me of um like i love you man style it's, uh, it's com- kind of it's comedy uh, but they have like the one bozo and then they have the other guy who's trying to stay cool and it's just it's like that, that, that dynamic of the two guy characters yeah, I kind of feel that. Well, yeah. I mean, I love you, man. The 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 square character is a little more square, and the bozo character is a little less like. He's a bozo. Yeah, bozo is a good way to put it. Um, <laughs> but like, I I relate a lot to these characters and their situations they're in. I numerous times throughout this, I'm like, oh my god, I remember being this person in that exact situation. That doesn't always happen in these kind of movies. Can't say oh, that. which case listening? Which person? Yeah, you can't say that. Which well, I'll talk about that. And I'll talk about good call, Nicole. You knew I was coming at you, <laughs> coming at you hard. Well, I don't care now. I'm freaking in my mid twenties. I'll tell you whatever you want to know. But off air, I'll, I'll only reveal I don't know so that much I on air. Want to know? Just one. Just give me one. Just one. one. I'm gonna give the plot a three because the plot is completely <laughs> standard, predictable, and um, you know, not the not what I okay. not what I really 
connect to in this movie. What I connect to are some of the characters we get. So we already have Mo and Zeke are the protagonists, the main characters. Moe's really the main character. Zeke's the, the, the sidekick, Batman's older friend or whatever he said. Um, and then, you know, the girlfriends, Holly and Sophie, uh, you got Stacy. What was his name? Stacy. I can't even remember now. Sp- yeah. Stacy. Stacy. Stacy, uh, Nick, Kate, the sister, um, the parents. So, uh, the characters, what do you think of the characters, Nicole? Oh, well, I have to say that I really do like the dynamic of our two main characters. It's so strange. I would never suspect these two people to be friends for so long. It's really weird, but it's kind of fun to watch. Um, Pete Davidson's character, I mean, he he plays it just as stereotypically as he could have played it, I guess. Um, so it was fine. You know, we, we did laugh, like I said, at a couple parts of his, and... You know, I think that he just kind of wanted to just to like express himself as an actor in this way. And if this is the route that he wants to take, then like, cool, go for it. But I I liked how the other kid was trying to steer on the right path, trying to voice his opinion, but just idolized this guy for some reason. So it's interesting to watch that. Um, I was really impressed with John Cryer somehow. <laughs> um. <laughs> It was really bizarre to see him bald and like I know he's bald now, but like I didn't like it. <laughs> um, but no, I liked him as playing this dad role. Like it was interesting. I I thought that he was a like a fun dad to watch because he was being realistic. Like when your kid wants to go out and hang out, you know. When we watch other films where it's like, no, go to your room. And he's just saying, go do whatever the fuck you want. Like, I'm tired of trying to be your boss. Like, that's, I feel like that's pretty modern day of how parents would act towards kids these age. So, you know, I I just appreciate how they led his character. I also like what he does at the end, too. I think it's pretty funny. Um, Mm -hmm. The love interests of the the two guys, um, you know, they... The, the younger girl that the that the one guy, kid goes for Mo that that Mo likes, she's so typical with the storming off before he can explain himself and yeah, every anytime that. I oh my god anytime I see that in a movie it just makes me so irate I'm like shut the frick <laughs> up so you can hear what he wants to say so that irritated <laughs> me the other girl she didn't leave much of an impact on me I mean except for the part that we get with Mo with in the midway point which is interesting but um all in all everyone kind of works together i don't have a favorite per se but i do like that pete davidson is really just embracing his quirky i'm gonna be a drug addict in every movie i play (laughs) because that's my style and he's he's taking that and just making it fun so if he's not doing it in real life then i'm proud of him and if he's gonna just keep doing it in movies then that's cool so i'm gonna actually give them a 3.5 for the characters what do you think mama k um okay so i might have a different bend on this uh i'm gonna start with john cryer's character because i watched the whole movie not knowing that was john cryer shut Um, up how'd you not realize that was him (laughs) well i it was one of those instances where you're like dude i know you I know you. I'm not going to pick up the phone. From I'm 40 gonna, years ago. I'm not going to IMDb you. I'm just going to wait and see what happens. And then oh at the God. end, then I was like, oh, okay. Well, we just saw you in Pretty in Pink, and this is very different. 
Well, did you like the performance, not knowing who it was? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a convincing dad performance. I I, I need to know where the mom was in this picture, because I'm pretty sure mom would have put the hammer down hard. Uh, dad just stopped parenting, which I'm not really, which, okay, that's what happens. So, you know, it's like, no, no, okay, whatever you want to do. Um, mm-hmm. Brendan's probably familiar well, it seems with like that. the dad was the the alpha. Like, there's usually like an alpha parent when it comes with dealing with the kids. It seemed like the dad was the kid, the parent that dealt with the kid more. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like any, either one of them were an alpha parent. I mean, they just he the kid was kind of rolling through life, and so they were fine with it. And then all of a sudden, he wasn't, and then it was like too hard to parent, so they shut down. Well, yeah, but every time there has to be a, like a sit down and talk, it's the dad, and every time it's the disappointment, it's the dad. Like, there's a usually a parent more often that talks to the kid like one of, like you were the parent growing up that i talked to one-on-one about stuff more often so like yeah. you were that parent I, I think they were making this really 2020 driven <clears throat> excuse me where this is like i i'm not i can't speak for it because i'm not a parent right now but i just imagine that this is the conversations that current families are having with each other where they're not going to get mad because how can they even keep up with you know the 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 pressure of the school and and the social media how can you even ground your kid anymore like it just doesn't even seem like a feasible thing like i feel like he played it well for the times well i mean that that could actually be and if that's the case then it just makes me sadder because i'm gonna get sadder with my characters as i go along that was like my high that was my high point <laughs> oh, that's your high point okay. and, and that's what that's why i started with him that was my high point as in uh i needed to get that off my chest before i forgot about it but um the shining star is is the younger is the younger kid, the sixteen year old. He does a really great job with what he does. I like this. His name is Griffin. Uh, it's bad that his name is Griffin Gluck or whatever that sounds. That's that's unfortunate. Um, but um, but I think that he's. I think he really plays. He plays a totally realistic character and um, sympathetic. He you know saying you're not sure how you know he gets hooked up with this guy. I do. This this kid doesn't. He's kind of aimless and he's. He gets taken advantage of by pretty much everybody out that's not that doesn't live in his house. And I think that he's open to it. I don't think that he when I say he gets taken advantage of, it's not like he's, you know, he's 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 railing up against it. He's he's just sort of like, I'm going to fall into this sort of situation and that's what's going to happen. And then I'm going to let Stacy, you know, con me into these other things and I'm going to let all this happen. And all of that happens until the very end, I think. Um, but I think he's really convincing at what he does. And I think he does play really well with all of the other characters, uh, sort of the ancillary female characters too. But then we got to talk about Pete Davidson because I couldn't have been sadder watching a movie that was supposed to be sort of funny than I was watching this movie. Cause I know about his struggles and he just looks like walking death and it's so stressful for me That's to watch. Fair. I, I, so it was so hard for me to watch i was just you know when when you're saying you're hoping that he's not you know in in the situations that he used to be in i think this was filmed and maybe at the point where he still was this was the guy he was and it's just hard to watch because i think that as a person he probably is a really soulful kind uh you know intellectual person but he's it's, he's so broken in this movie and he i mean Am I turning on this? Am I saying that he played it really well because he's so broken in this movie? But I think that he just played himself, that he's just so broken. And I didn't really enjoy the way that they played off of each other because I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't watch 
Pete, Car- Pete Davidson's character, like when he was on for a long time, I would actually just have to turn away and just listen to what was going on because I couldn't watch it. It was really hard for me. I wonder if this you couldn't shot look at when him? he was going through his I couldn't his look at him. Depressional. No. It was parts. filmed in July of 2018, so yes, this would have been in the throes of his of his battle. Interesting, because I didn't really grasp that, but I kind of did. I'm like I understand what Mama K is saying. Like it is uncomfortable to watch because you know he did do this, but yeah. tenfold, and like I didn't know it was during this time. Well, I just think that you can't, you can act a certain way and you can be a certain way, but, and you can look a certain way with makeup and all of that kind of stuff. But this was so real and visceral. I mean, his, his facial tone, his flesh tone was not any sort of natural living color of a person. And it was, it was just really, really painful for me to watch that. And because that I had a hard time getting into this movie, I, I mean, I got the gist of it and what it was and. And I don't, I don't really think it's anything special for what it does. Um, and maybe that's just because I couldn't really get behind it. So it's hard to rate the characters because I want to rate him really good because he did a good job at playing this really broken character. But I'm sad because I think that's him. Um, so let's Very see. Very interesting. Gonna, what are we going to do with this? I'm, I'm going to go middle of the road because that's the easiest thing to do. And I'm going to give it a three. Seems like a cop out, not, not sticking one way or the other, you know. I can't performance or, or or going the other way and saying it's too sick to be to be good but you know yeah it's fine just give it a three yeah. um yeah. so the the lead character as well as zeke for me extremely relatable characters i feel like mo a lot like I, in high school when i remember think of high school i feel like mo a lot and i have a couple friends who i feel like also fall in the mo camp at the same time Are you selling i have drugs at parties and then and then uh and then his friend zeke uh reminds me of all the other friends that i had and uh, were in our friend groups these are very relatable characters to my high school experience and partially my college experience but a lot more in my high school um i remember there's not to this extreme though i mean my god there are so many situations in this movie that are you that, weren't sneaking out of your house, were you? No, I was more like Mo. I was, I was the, yeah. I was the better kid. I hung out with people like this, with like Zeke all the time. And there were some of my friends who were more like Mo too. But then we had our Zeke friends, and it's not like it was an equal <laughs> balance. There were a bunch of both at different times. Like I, Nicole, the number of times I turned to you this, I'm like, oh my god, I'm cringing right now because I remember, I remember this. I remember the party, <laughs> and I remember in that room when they that everyone's buying weed, no one knows how much it costs, and the fucking one, two drunk girls asking for Molly, and it's making everyone uncomfortable. <laughs> and I remember I remember sitting in the car with my one friend, and then his older buddy rolls up and is like, yo man, what's going on? Let's hotbox this car real quick. And I'm just like, dude, no, can we please leave? And he's like, like, I, nah, we're just gonna do this now, and I'm like, all right, I great. I think a lot right. of people have had those experiences. It was very specific. Situations. I was like, I was like, oh, like the clothing, like the the, the little parking lot they're in. Oh, I remember it. I remember all this. <laughs> You're not alone. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, I'm just saying, like the, this movie more than most movies captures what I remember and like the way the characters are because the one lead is so much like myself and a couple of my other friends and the other lead is so much like a bunch of the people we hung out with. It just, it's very, it, it stirs a lot. So the two lead performances nail it for me. Uh, and then yeah, John Cryer's good as the dad, a little distracting because it's John Cryer. I guess if it was an unknown, it would have been ball little... John Cryer too. Yeah. I mean, that's just how he, how he looks now. He's in his mid fifties. So. 
That's just it's just the way of the world. Um, the girlfriends are I I like uh, I like the two girlfriends. Uh, Holly's Holly's way more of like a tool in the plot. Like she doesn't really have like her own character motivations. I feel like Sophie kind of does. Like, and that's another thing they don't get back together at the end. I like that touch because a lot of times they would just kind of give up and put them back together. But that's not how. Well, it she goes. pissed me off because she didn't even give him a fucking chance to talk. No, was, I like that. I like that she did. I like that she was like, you know what? No. Ugh. I don't I know. Need somebody, I, it's like, I don't, like the worst. I don't need somebody who's going to play me. I mean, that's that's the bottom line. She don't I give mean, second chances. I guess I was never like in her situation, but that's the type of character in a movie that I can't stand because they're it's so like played out and I've seen you see it over and over and over again. Something is missed because another character can't be bothered to hear someone else explain and I I just hate that. That's yeah. not how real life works. No, I understand. I think in, in real life, she probably would have listened to him and, and given him the second time. Although maybe she wouldn't have. She was a different kind of person than... than uh, I, I did like the scene where she's doing the, the, the Edward 40 hands with all the other guys and they gave her the 12 ounces instead of the, <laughs> instead of the 40s. But there's just a, there's a lot of really fun, like, oh, I remember that. And like, oh, I remember that. Like, there's a lot of that in this movie. And sometimes it's like the teen high school ones. They seem not real like that that wasn't my experience this was much closer to my experience than i'm used to seeing so i'm giving <laughs> yeah the i'm thinking back to like i'm sorry to cut you off but that's so yeah. true because i think back to like book smart where they had their big party and like that's unrealistic in right that's not how my high school parties are this was. is in some this we made fun of this because this is in some kid's basement and the dad is upstairs yep. and you walk into the party I remember it and the, I remember the dad that. looks over and goes downstairs i know, I know what house that was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was more than just that house that you're thinking of. But yeah, I remember it. I, I, oh, yeah? I, it's a thing. This is a very re- realistic. Like, yeah, we we love Booksmart. Booksmart's a funnier movie than this. This is way more realistic to my experience than Booksmart. And it several is. And several other movies. Like, there's ones we don't even talk about here that... that uh, do a similar thing but they're just so dramatized and there's so much oh like this feels gritty and real but like not like over the top gritty like as gritty as it is which is just kind of gross gritty um yeah characters are like a f- i don't i want to be a little a little aggressive here give it a four or five these are really oh wow really good really good i like i like it i like these people oh like is a strong word to say that i like how what they're representing they're doing it really well um, the visual and sound in this, uh, we'll see, we'll see how much we have to talk about here. Mama K, back to you. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm like pulling zeros on this I, visual and sound. <laughs> um, yeah, it looks like a coming of age movie. Um, I, one of the visuals I did like was that the, the very last one were, well, I don't want to talk about that cause we haven't got there yet, but, um, the last visual I really like a lot. Yeah. Um, and honestly that's really about it i didn't i didn't take away a lot from the music or anything from this movie the soundtrack i don't think anything's gonna oh i'm not gonna get to the next category yet but um visual and sound for this is like really low this is a 1.5 for me yikes that's Hmm. cool um i i liked something i noticed is that sometimes it's difficult in a film where they're showing someone grow up to actually show them grow up and this one they did a pretty good job i feel like they made pete davidson look younger in the beginning than in the end which made which you can follow the progression which was pretty good mama k you didn't like the scene where they went and bought the records and they came back and they were just chilling and just started dancing to the <laughs> record like and then the, the kid had it in his headphones next time he was so vibing with that music i really liked that i don't know man that was rough 
was a rough and what about what about uh up in here from dmx or whatever when the guy got in the car to hotbox it <laughs> okay i mean yeah but that was like so out of like left field <laughs> It felt like it, it just added the, the comedic movie. relief. I think it added another <laughs> another familiarity to people who were knew that knew that guy in high school or college or whatever who was really a bum and just wanted to smoke pot all day and drive around with their windows up. And now they got this poor kid trapped inside. <laughs> um, I, I other than those things, I really kind of have to agree with Mama K. Like nothing else really stands out to me, but that's not to say that I didn't enjoy it. I just thought it was it was filmed fine, and you know that nothing sticks out as really poor. So I'll, I'm going to give it a three. Yeah, I mean the music you already talked about. I like music in this. I like the like they use like more dance and hip hop and modern songs when they when they cut to parties and like do in between stuff and i do like the dance scene you're talking about where they buy the records um visual wise like everything everywhere they go looks like 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 the basement party yep that's what i imagine the basement party looking like his his house his gross house looks right the 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 middle class white parent the house, house pisses me right. off what, what pisses you off about the house his, because first house. off he has a, a crappy job and then he quits that job and for a while doesn't have one and then starts working at a burger joint. How is he affording this house? Or that's his grandmother's old, house. I think it's his, his grandmother's grandmother old died. House. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Part- she probably doesn't have a mortgage anymore. No. Right. And that that's part of this whole the whole problem with this movie is that even this guy, this this the Pete Davidson character, Zeke, is just so there is no way that somebody like him is surviving the way that it's portrayed that he's surviving. It's just impossible. There's, it just well, he's got his girlfriend buying bean sprouts, pea shoots, <laughs> pea shoots. Dude, I love, I love how no one in the store knows what he's talking about. What the fuck is she making? <laughs> Those were the worst sauce. characters. Can we say that? Those two characters <laughs> in the supermarket. They were the when worst. I love him when he says, I'm looking for fish sauce. He means like the shrimp dip. <laughs> <laughs> like shrimp dip. No. So I don't know what the no. fuck she's making. <laughs> I'm cracking uh, up right now. It's really good. I that was I think that was like the beginning of us really getting into that. Um no, I disagree. Oh that house God, is God, uh, you guys. This, oh. this guy totally I think it's just the relatability of this part like it's still in our memories of like i remember being in the party too like i remember walking into someone's house and the parents were sitting right there i'm like this is awkward as hell and i gotta be like where's the party <laughs> and they just gotta go downstairs <laughs> like I, I just remember that and I'm, i feel like i'm too old to even put myself in these shoes but you kind of you kind of do no, we're about pete davidson's okay. age so it's not like uh, <laughs> it's not like out of the question well, um, we can't relate to that though <laughs> yeah I, I know we're old compared to that um uh, well, we're not. <laughs> we're also not losers. I don't think when you say like there's no way he's surviving, he's just going into mad credit card debt. Lots of people do that these days. He's only 23. Like he's he's this got several more years. This dude doesn't have a credit card. What are you talking about? He has nothing. Why don't you think he applied for a bunch of credit cards? He's got free because money. He's and then trying keeps... to steal the cat. He has the the wad of cash from the kids selling hey, the pot. He sells like, drugs he too. Yeah, like he's got he's well, got. Yeah, you're acting like he can't that? survive like like he would be dead in a week no he's gonna survive like this for years he'll probably go under he's when he's like 27 s- he's not gonna survive in the way that they portray him as surviving in like in like this nice house i know they show him after the girlfriend leaves and he just leaves the refrigerator door open and all of this kind of garbage but 
you know, there's no way a girl's going to stick by him long enough. It's just unrealistic. I disagree with you completely. You must have not hung out with these kind of people. I just, I don't, I don't think like I've, you know, cause I went to the, the older people's houses. Like, you know, every once in a while you're like, Oh, this person, we're going to this person's house and they're like 24 and there's no like actual adults. And like, Oh, what the fuck is going on with this living situation? These things happen. I don't, your whole like unrealistic. It's realistic. I've seen it. I've been there. They, ha- it happens. So Okay. I'm, just, I'm telling you, it, have, it This is this is a thing. Um, the, the there was a visual on the, when he walks in. Uh, after the getting super baked in the car, uh, getting clamped oh, in the car. Oh my god, that is <laughs> that is a very good. I remember. I remember this too. I, does Mama the, can't remember. Does Mama can't remember? Mama can't doesn't remember. The, I got the mm. I got the hood up tight around, and I'm and you're saying like just enough words to get by. And like, and see, sometimes you just can't pull it off. Um, it, yeah. There's... At least you didn't walk up. At, at least you didn't walk into the house with a tattoo on your chest. <laughs> yeah, no, that that I haven't done. So thank thank God for that one. That, that, uh, that would have been bad. That would have been yeah. bad. Although I know some people. Yeah. What do uh, they call him? Tongue daddy. Uh, tongue daddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, it's 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 a fine visual and sound. It's like a three and a half. It's 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 better than the average coming of age visual and sound. Uh, great. Uh, so the the end of this movie, this uh, you know he's 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 kind of spiraling down with this guy. Um, he they culminates with uh, his friend in quotes, Stacy, giving him up to the cops. Uh, they're at the, the uh, another narc. one of the. Bl- he's a narc. He I don't is. like him at all. Yeah, fuck nah. Stacy. Yeah, I no. knew I knew it was coming yeah. too when they were dri- when he was driving with the other three kids. I'm like I'm like I'm over and I'm oh, like yeah. oh he's gonna be the narc. You know he's gonna For get sure. in trouble for it. Um, he was so, gonna roll from the moment we met him. Yeah, he's the he's the worst. So Stacy Ratsum, cops show up to the cops and hoes party. Um, which is, <laughs> no, which this is, one was cops and robbers. Actually, I did read. Oh, the they sign. changed the sign from hoes. <laughs> okay, that was nice of them. Uh, yeah, CEOs and hoes. <laughs> CEOs and hoes. I like the one where they're all you, you guys should go. Where they're all in like golf polos, but they don't mention what the party's name is. That's the next scene. They're all, but you know exactly what's going. Golf on. pros and hoes. So, <laughs> it's good. I like it all. Um, and. Uh, so he he, he get, jumps out the window. Uh, Zeke helps him get away, and then he, he he's freaking out in Zeke's house. And Zeke's like, "Fuck, just blame it all on me. I don't I don't care." And he's like, "I I fucked your girlfriend because there was that whole thing. He fucked Ollie, the the ex of Zeke, because uh, because she called him over to I don't know get revenge on him slash whatever. You know that that whole thing went down. Zeke's real real chill about the whole thing, and then and then Mo's like, "Nope, I gotta I gotta take take it myself. Like I don't want to end up like you." And he's like, "Shit." Ugh. But like, but yeah. not mad at him. He's just like, all right. I mean, I get it. Whatever. And then he goes, and we we catch up to the beginning. He gets expelled from school. Uh, he has to drive to do community service and pee in cups to. Uh, to John Cryer comes down with the smackdown. John Cryer comes on into Zeke's house, punches <laughs> Zeke, and he's like, but then he's like. I don't know why he likes you. He doesn't like me like you. Like he does that whole thing. Like why does he look up to you? And he doesn't look up to me. And like you're like, you know, I, I like that whole that whole moment. But the moment I like even more is when we fast forward a couple weeks, months maybe, and um and uh, Mo's getting fast food at the place. So I was like, oh, this is gonna be where he sees Zeke again. Zeke's working at the fast food restaurant. Uh, good moment when they're sitting down and uh, he's like, I actually wrote a, uh, wrote a screenplay and it has a character based on you. And he's like, oh, I'd love to read it sometime. He's like, well, it's not it's not like written. It's all up here. But, you know, they say writing's the easy part. You know, making the excuse that the dad said earlier in the movie is like, 
you know, he's if he was going to do something by now, he would have done it. And I, I like that. And the look on his on on Mo's face again. I was I turned to go and like, oh, I remember this moment too with some some people I used to know. Uh, you know, it just. <laughs> I have to say, by this time, I was already clocked out of the movie. Like, I wanted to be done. It's so short. It's 90 minutes. It really is. <laughs> no, it, it was. It was. But I, this movie did not call for a heart-to-heart at the end. Okay. At all. I like I like this ending scene. He drives away. Uh, uh, Zeke's, uh, you know, Zeke wants to hang out with him again. Mo's like, why don't you come over to my house? He's like, oh, that's funny. And then, you know, maybe we'll hang out tomorrow. Yeah, sure. And he drives away, and we see in the back shield window, Zeke sits down on the curb, and that's that's our last thing. Give him a little away. wave. Yeah, I like that scene. Did you like the little wave? I like right that. There. It's good, and also, it's over. <laughs> the overall isn't a feel. Nicole, what do you think of that? Yeah, I felt really bad for Mo. Like, I just... I know he. This is this probably happens every day that the, the kid that's kind of an outsider, but not totally, just wants to be cool with the other kids, and the peer pressure gets to be too much, and you just have to decide: Am I gonna go try to sell drugs, you know, to be cool, or am I just gonna be a loser my whole life? And for him to make the decision to follow in the footsteps of this guy he's been friends with for so long, and even though he knows it's a bad idea, he still goes on with it, and it just makes you wonder how many people in life actually really do this and it's a sad thing to think about you know just trying to appease your peers is really upsetting and look at what it leads you to you know he got expelled from school and the other kid got drove his car into a ditch and it's just like this is this is real stuff so you know it was hard to watch just you know thinking about real life but putting it into a movie and making it funny and you know, trying to, I guess, alleviate some of the pressures of, of being a high school kid, I guess. You know, I thought it was kind of funny overall. Like, I did enjoy watching it, and I think that the actors did a really good job, and I hated the ending because I was not looking for a heart-to-heart in this. I just wanted to be, Pete, I just wanted it to be, like, Pete Davidson is still an asshole but trying to get his life back in order and they go their separate ways and the end they can both chalk it up as a loss type of thing um i made the memory though remember he said yeah eh, (laughs) that's that's not a memory that you want (laughs) i mean overall the i enjoyed watching the film and I thought that it was pretty funny in a lot of parts. And I felt a connection to a couple things in there, which I, I always enjoy. You know, it makes, makes it more enjoyable for me. So I am going to give it a 3.5 for this. What do you got, Mama K? I don't have any resonance and feel for this movie. I didn't relate to it in any way whatsoever. <laughs> um, uh, yes, Pretty in I... Pink. That was much more your speed of high school. <laughs> it totally is. I mean, I, how, <laughs> how can so you even knock her for that if that's the truth? It, that's so perfectly fine. That I'm just the, saying. Yeah. That we're doing these so close together because, yeah, that is actually way more how I grew up. And this is, I mean, I feel kind of sad if this is what y'all were doing. I'm like, this is so... Ugh. This is such a bummer. girl. You don't even know. <laughs> you don't Listen, know. Dude. It sounds like you don't want to know either. I'll tell you whatever. But like, we'll tell you after this is over. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I get it. I get that. But it's just sort of like, you know, I feel like, you know, people are just and the, the main character, the, the boy is 
you know, he's he's kind of lost and I can see all of this happening and I'm just not compelled to find interest in this movie. And it might have just been, honestly, I think a lot of it was really based on the Pete Davidson situation that I really just could not get behind it because I just, I was so distressed watching it. So I don't want to have any resonance and feel for this. I don't want to think about it ever again. Um, <laughs> God forbid that there's any sort you of You know why she doesn't want to think about this? Because her other son is still in college. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't think I I I know that it's relatable like that. You can become that's, Zeke that's, still. Me, There's still time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Vernon? Fuck you. That, that's there's not still, even there's funny. There's still time. God. <laughs> He's Mo there's today. Mo today. Zeke through. tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Well. Okay. You know he's gonna be on your couch forever. Then. Oh, so no. you're responsible. No. No. For no. That. He's yours. Yeah. <laughs> That's not going to happen. I got good kids and not saying that that Zeke is not a good kid. I just don't. I think that by now things would have turned if they were going to turn. Um, like John Cryer says, he God, if he was going to do it, he would have really done it by now. This, I'm, I'm, you know what you're doing this for me? This is resonance and feel. This is now down to a one. I'm all done. <laughs> I dropped it. I convinced you lower. <laughs> yeah, it was going to be a one, one five. But when you tried to make it relatable, then you just made me mad. Now I'm all done. It's a one. Uh, this is i i am really glad we did this one i enjoyed this so much more than i thought i thought it was going to be another like middle of the road like okay coming of age movie which i've just seen a lot of you know i get tired of them um this was way better than i thought it was going to be and it made me like pete davidson a lot more than i ever did before watching this because i didn't really like him going into this but i i, I really appreciate uh, his his craft now um yes i it's higher for me on a complete like high, higher than me and like completely personable level and like i just really relate to this um to an average person this is i would understand like a three a two five even because it's it could be dispensable mm, i i it's too relatable for me to give it lower than like a four um very relatable very very i remember this wow. and uh, very i will remember things from this because they, they, I, it's, I, it's, it's, it's like the reliving so much, and I, I really, I really enjoyed this, this movie, way more than I thought it would. So, uh, thank you. Who, who recommended this again, uh, Nicole? Terrence and Amir. Terrence and Amir, thank you for. Those, those people are not your friends. <laughs> they're my friends now. I like, I like that. I keep recommending stuff because uh, we don't. Brendan always... doesn't remember that he friends. met these people before. Who, Oh, you're right. I oh, did. Wait. No, I didn't meet. Yeah. A, I didn't meet. You didn't. I didn't. They weren't meet, there. Yeah. No, I, I met everyone else. I didn't meet them. Yeah. Um, Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Terrence and Amir. Ooh, I thought you, you scared me there. Like, oh shit, do I not remember? But, <laughs> uh, we are at the end They're here. Literally, the two people that were not there. <laughs> I know. I've dodged a bullet on that one. Uh, <laughs> we thank you guys. Keep keep recommending things because uh, if this is what you're going to recommend, I'm I'm cool with it. Uh, but do we recommend this? I'll start with. I think the easiest one. Well, okay, would you recommend Big Time Adolescence? No. <laughs> you didn't seem to dislike it so much at the beginning. It seems like we talked you down to uh, not liking this even more. Yeah, because you told her that her son was going in that direction. Yeah, you really turned this for me. I Way don't speak on behalf it. of this movie. I'm just saying my experience and how I enjoyed this this film. How it relates to my, to uh... Nicole. Would you recommend this movie? <laughs> You're not the host. Anymore. Um, to a certain <laughs> to a certain demographic, I would I would recommend it. I think from thirty below, I would recommend because they they still have the the memory of being 
17 to 23 years old like they like these characters are so they can put themselves in the shoes a little bit but as we have learned and i'm not making this any offensive in any type of way as we've learned from the past couple um podcasts that we've done that times have changed <laughs> and maybe that people <laughs> who are weeks. a little bit old yeah. yeah people that are a little bit older than than 30 may have different outlooks on how high school was and college and things like that where they wouldn't understand why we connect to this as much you know i mean i'm sure no, that the- i totally understand i understand why you connect but it's a total because not because you connect but the way that you connect to it is right. exactly how i don't connect to it right so. and there's something else that you have seen that we don't connect with at all because we exactly. didn't we don't get it i agree so I, agree. I think that's where i would cut the the recommendation at someone who's about 30 years old to this film because it's still in the same demographic of what they've encountered yeah uh it's a recommend for me and a pretty strong one uh way again way more i thought i was gonna be like real kind of middling on this like kind of like a soft what friend soft not recommend uh but no it's pretty solid recommend uh i agree with nicole if you're under the age of 30 please let me know if you think this is relatable and like if this is like because that's sometimes what i have a problem with coming of age movies unless they're super super good like book smart where they just like hit it out of the park on being zany and over the top they're they just kind of tend to be either too glossy or too dour or too like too much of like the of like the cw uh abc family kind of dramatization of what high school is because that's just that is terrible it's not i don't relate to any of that it just seems like like glossy bullshit this seems much more uh, down to earth there's a difference though between i mean everything that you're calling glossy might just be smart as opposed to this movie just wasn't that smart it didn't have there wasn't are you calling cw shows smart no no i'm just i was thinking when you're talking about (laughs) i'm very offended right now (laughs) i don't even think i've ever seen a cw show so i don't i know what girl xoxo gossip girl uh no but <laughs> just would know no, what that means which saddens me uh, as well i'm just saying that it's not it wasn't that smart of a movie it's not there wasn't a lot of witty dialogue there wasn't it wasn't snappy it wasn't anything kind of cool and quirky it was just so boring and the, the race is just a full star sad. for me it was personally so sad the, the race is just a whole star for me personally is because it's relatable to me if it's a whole star lower almost across the board if i didn't relate to it so much i still think it's a solid movie on its own right i think i like it even more because i i am putting i don't do it all the time i'm not i'm not particularly good at putting myself in shoes in the movie i'm much more of a outside perspective picking the movie apart this is like a very easy movie for me to get lost in the shoes and you know it's i'm not saying uh, people over 30 can't enjoy this like book smart we all like book smart okay it is not from this time period same thing i like breakfast club <laughs> and a couple of uh, oh my God. you're not from this time period <laughs> she's from the mesozoic era the mesozoic era <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh my god. Hold on, I gotta go floss my tusk. <laughs> floss my tusk. She's for the bronze age. What like, I point is like there, there, my quote. there are there are uh, <laughs> the bronze age. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was that movie that was like Wallace and Gromit animation early man. She's like she... <laughs> The Croods. Yeah. Not the Croods. No, it was it was called Early Man. It was, this is about the people who did Chicken Run. I can't remember that company. Yes. <laughs> My whole point in that was that 
Some movies are like book smart and everyone can enjoy them. Some movies are like Breakfast Club and everyone from all time periods can enjoy them. Time periods, I'm sticking with it. <laughs> time periods. Stop saying that. <laughs> two, rec- two recommends, one not recommend for big time adolescents. Oh my um, God. I, yeah, that's that's this one where you're going to stay. <laughs> We're going to keep streaming uh, for the foreseeable future. We already have some lined up, but if you want to recommend anything, please do. As you can see, we we take them. Uh, Films with the Women in My Life on Facebook. You can reach out to me individually. (laughs) Oh, I took it this time. (laughs) You can reach out to me on Instagram at Brennan underscore pod host. You can reach out to Mama K on our Twitter at FilmsWomenPod, and you can email the show. Yes. Don't reach film, out to me. Don't reach out to Nicole or Jess. They don't want to hear it. Just <laughs> you can reach out to myself or Mama K. That's it. Uh, or you can email the show filmswiththewomen at gmail dot com. All right, guys. Thank you for being on for big Thanks. time adolescence. This was fun. It was a good. Oh, uh, welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Fire. <laughs> Fire that, that was back from when Pretty in Pink was a was a groundbreaking film. <laughs> Until next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening. Enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave a review as it helps more people find the show. Like us on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life. Follow us on Twitter at Films Women Pod. And check out our website, filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. That's filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies. <laughs>